the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Over the break, I was working diligently to unearth the full audio between Kerry Lake and uh, the Arizona GOP chairman where he allegedly attempts to offer money to Carrie Lake to keep her out of the Senate race uh, during a recorded phone call. But the source that I listened to last night pulled it down. And uh, the news stories contain a report from the Daily Mail, and uh, the Daily Mail article highlights uh, a broadcast that uh, a podcaster had that is talking about it. But I'm trying to find the audio, and I can't. So I will work hard uh, to bring that to you because it's stunning. I mean, it's one thing for me to read uh, the attributed quotes, but it's another for you to hear Carrie Lake in her own voice and uh, Jeff DeWitt, the Republican Party chairman in Arizona. And I, by the way, I listened to it last night. So, yes, he did say people back east want this to happen. And if you could just name a, you know, and she said, what a price. Um, it's really, really, really interesting. I'll tell you what else is interesting. This, uh, this plan to eliminate Ohio's income tax. I'm curious what you think about it. Uh, shoot me a text, uh, send me an email, or you can call us at 844-TALK-989. I posted this story yesterday and, um, some people love the idea. Others have said, you know, they should worry more about property taxes than income tax. I would suggest that they are con- that they be concerned about both. And you know what's incredible to me is that when you post something like this, there's always the progressive side, the the left, who says, "Oh my gosh, how are you going to afford that?" I think it was the Ohio Capital Journal who <laughs> made some like offhanded uh, lead-in comment when they published their version of the story, like, "Well, you know, alleged economic growth and free markets, blah blah blah," right? I mean, these people just love big government, and they they cringe when they see um, a threat to the revenue stream that allows government to be big and bulky and in charge. Um, I think it's a mental illness. I really do. I think the people who want a big government are just mentally ill. They might have mommy issues. They might have daddy issues, but they just feel like they need someone to take care of them instead of um, – discovering their God-given talents and abilities um, to pursue their self-interest and to unleash the power, creativity, and productivity of their own unique DNA to be a contributing member to society. They'd rather, uh, you know, sit behind their laptop screens masked up and vaccinated eight times and um, be told what to do. (laughs) So uh, what do you think? Do do you think that – Eliminating the income tax is a good idea, a bad idea. I mean, when we're going on $100 billion in in budget per year, 
Um, I, I think the gravy train needs to stop. I really do. I think it needs to stop. I mean, I talked earlier in the week about $20 million being released by the state of Ohio to research the uptick in mental illness, like suicide and depression. You know, I'm old enough to remember the article I wrote three years ago indicating that if you pull kids out of school, if you keep them off their sports teams, if you keep them from going to homecoming and prom, if you make them feel like they're purveyors of a contagion that's going to kill grandma, you're going to hurt them. And you're going to create uh, an uptick in addiction, depression, suicide. And so, you know, the government that wanted to lock people down and keep kids out of school now wants to take more of your tax dollars to do the research. Hey, uh, I'll do the research for you. You screwed up. You continue to screw up. And by the way, I, I, do you wonder why kids are are struggling mentally? Because we have a governor who alleges to to, to be a Republican, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate this today because it's important. Today at at one thirty, the Ohio Senate is going to override Governor Mike DeWine's veto of House Bill sixty eight. And I think it's important to understand House Bill 68 would prohibit gender mutilation surgeries, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones for minors. It would also keep men out of women's sports. But Governor DeWine vetoed the bill, right? Because the medical industrial complex, big pharma, they're in love with the idea of getting kids hooked on drugs and lopping off their body parts because they're going to make more money. And so we've allowed this activism into our classrooms where uh, if you really believe that there's biologically just males and females and and girls ought to compete in girls sports and Johnny should be Johnny and Jane should be Jane, then you're an alt-right MAGA extremists. Look, do you wonder why we have mental illness through the roof? Because we have insane people who are more concerned about serving the, the interests of their corporate sponsors. So I'm going to remind you, Governor Mike DeWine tried to put a poison pill in House Bill 68. When that didn't work, he vetoed it. Then, to save face and preserve power, he signed an executive order to outlaw minor gender mutilation surgeries. That was political theater, by the way. Because you can outlaw minor gender mutilation surgeries. But you know what you didn't outlaw? You didn't outlaw puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. So what he's saying is the kids can still get drugged up. And then after 18, they can start cutting off the body parts. So I'm throwing you a bone, Republicans. I'm throwing you a bone. And I'm trying to take away the thing that you were most upset about so that you don't override my veto. Well, today, the Ohio Senate will override DeWine. But Ohioans, you should never forget The damage he has caused kids to reward his big pharma and medical industrial complex sponsors. And dare I say that issue one, I'm great. It's great that they brought Mike DeWine out of the basement where he and Fran eat pie and, you know, have their masks on. But I want to remind you, this is the same governor that was on TV every single day for an hour or more. It was like the variety show. Do you remember during COVID? 
And we had to get the update every single day on the number of cases, the number of hospitalizations, the number of deaths, and uh, what tie he was wearing that represented what college. And, you know, Amy Acton giving her just hackneyed advice on on public health. Why, Why wasn't he out in front of the cameras every single day leading up to? And by the way, when I say every single day, I mean before early voting started. Why wasn't he talking about the fact that uh, women already had a right to abort if their lives were at risk, that women already had a right to abort if a major body function was failing and and threatening their health, that women already had a right to abort up to 20-some weeks? Why wasn't he talking about that? Interesting, isn't it? I would guess that more lives are going to be cost because issue one passed and abortion will be legal up to birth for matters of convenience than the number of people who died from COVID. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know it's not a popular opinion, but I'm not here to give you a popular opinion. I'm here to give you the facts. And the fact is that the Senate will do the right thing today. And I'm grateful for it. Uh, What else do we have? So um, let's see. Still trying to get the audio of Carrie Lake. Um, Just a reminder that uh, later this week, we'll have uh, Mark R. Weaver. He's going to be here tomorrow. Can't wait for that. Um, I want to talk with him about this Supreme Court decision. This is something we haven't talked about. The Supreme Court decision regarding the state of Texas and the border wall. Um, They want to make sure that the federal government has authority to tell Texas what to do or not to do regarding their border. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, that's okay. We're going to talk to Mark Weaver about that and why that's so important. Um, But, hey, we've got one more segment left. Stay tuned. And the phone lines are open, 844-TALK-989. If you have something to say, give us a shout. Rounding third and heading home. The final segment of the Bruce Willie Show starts right now. And uh, that last segment was a powder keg, Jeff. My phone blew up. Got text messages. I know we got a caller. I'm going to go to that in just a second. Uh, there might be some breaking news in this uh, GOP U.S. Senate race, but I've got to bite my tongue on this until I get something, and it would be a game changer. So uh, sorry to do that to you, to tease that and not be able to drop it, but uh, – my, my phone blew up, and one of the reasons was uh, there's there's some information dropping about a GOP U.S. Senate candidate, and uh, I've got to confirm it before I talk about it. But before we get to that, Michael in Columbus has he has some thoughts on Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, Michael, thank you for calling. Uh, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. What's on your mind today? Oh, uh, yeah, I've talked to Bruce Hooley a couple times. Uh, but anyway, uh, Michael Young here. I'm a, actually a Republican candidate for Congress here in the Ohio 3rd District. Uh, this Mike DeWine, he definitely is not even a Republican. The man has uh, done so many stupid things. He tried to shut down small businesses and put people out of work. He and his uh, health director, Amy Acton, and uh, what you described as his uh, follies he had on television every day was 100% correct. Why would anybody vote for this man? Why? He is a detriment to our society. He's a detriment to Ohioans. And the thing is, 
people actually voted him in for uh, governor, you know, again, and I can't understand this. This man should be out of politics. Uh, we actually, in a group I'm involved in, we have a lawsuit against him and the CDC about the uh, overreach of our government trying to shut businesses down. So I'm talking with, I didn't know who I was going to be talking with, but I'm talking with um, uh, Michael Young. He is running for election to the U.S. House to represent Ohio's 3rd Congressional District. And uh, you're running unopposed in the primary, correct? That's correct, yes. And you'll be going against uh, uh, Joyce Police Batterer Beatty, if you... (laughs) Joyce Beatty, yes. Okay. She's uh, she's been in there for like five to six terms. Well, I call her police... Oh, go ahead. I call her police uh, batterer because there was a time during the uh, COVID shutdowns that she was downtown Columbus and literally took a swing at a law enforcement officer. And, of course, uh, right. whoever the prosecutor, I don't know if it was Zach Klein then, did zero about it. Zero. Um, well, good for you. So uh, to your point about about Governor Mike DeWine, I don't know how long you've been listening, but Earlier in the show, I had uh, former Congressman Jim Renacci on. Now, you remember Jim Renacci ran in the Republican primary along with Joe Blystone against Governor Mike DeWine. I think that Jim Renacci has an axe to grind, Michael, because I believe, depending on how you slice it, you look back, there were independents and Democrats who crossed over and voted for Mike DeWine in that primary because they felt like Jim Renacci and or Joe Blystone would have been a more conservative candidate. And they knew that Nan Whaley didn't have a snowball's chance against DeWine. So um, Jim was talking about closing the primary. And that, to me, is one good argument for closing the primary. Uh, If Mike DeWine had not been opposed by two people, if Blystone and Renacci had consolidated, Mike DeWine would not be governor of the state of Ohio right now. Yep, I, I believe that. And I actually tried to get in touch with the Renacci campaign so that they would use the proper assaults against DeWine, especially how he and his uh, regime was trying to shut down small Ohio businesses. And, uh, of course, the essential businesses, that's the big companies, oh, they didn't have to shut down. This man is, uh, I mean, he, he's a threat to all Ohioans. And he was doing things like trying to shut down businesses, all this stuff completely illegal and a lot of people in ohio went along with it he caused a lot of unemployment you want this man for your governor you know amy acton helped him pick essential businesses versus non-essential businesses and um, right. it, it was interesting they also by the way postponed a primary election which to me will always be a violation of the constitution i i don't know that i ever really fully got over that hey um <clears throat> while i have you on the line we might as well uh, where, where can our listeners go to learn about you, Michael? Do you have a, a, a web page that um, they can learn more and uh, maybe support you if they're inclined? Well, we don't have a web page for the campaign yet. We probably ought to have it out there maybe in two to three weeks. Uh, but if anybody wants to talk to me about the campaign, either one of two ways, call our uh, telephone number, 614-861-1000. Or if you want to uh, actually write me a note, my uh, email is myoung at y-o-u-p-r-o-p dot com. myoung at y-o-u-prop dot com. Excellent. He is uh, Michael Young. He is running for election to the U.S. House to represent Ohio's 3rd Congressional District, and he'll be running against Joyce Beatty. Uh, Hey, Mike, thanks for calling in and giving us your thoughts today on Governor Mike Twine.
All right. So, well, I thought uh, I thought that might not go the way that it went. I thought that I probably uh, irritated some people with my anti-DeWine rhetoric. Uh, here's something that I just received. I thought you would be interested in this. Uh, Trump needs to put out his cabinet, consolidate the GOP, and start running a general election campaign. This in spite of the fact that uh, Nikki Haley is uh, certainly not in favor of that. In fact, here's what Trump said last night in New Hampshire during his uh, victory speech. Oh, I better make sure we've got queued up there. There we go. So cut two. Today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely. All when it was at seven, nicely. but now I just walked up and it's at 14. But, but she ran up when it was seven. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. She did lose. And I think what she's hanging on for is that Donald Trump will be convicted and uh, we might have to go two episodes tomorrow with Mark Weaver. Um, he's the former uh, deputy attorney general of the state of Ohio. He's a current prosecutor. Uh, actually just won a really big case in, uh, in Marion County. But he uh, might be able to tell us uh, what's real and, and, and what's – I mean all of it looks fabricated to me if I'm, if I'm being totally blunt. I think the only state case is the one there in Georgia and uh, Fonnie Willis is in hot water. She might end up going to prison. Uh, because of what they uncovered uh, with her charade there and the special prosecutor she appointed ended up being her boyfriend, somebody that she was having an affair with. And it appears that the money her office paid him was used to potentially enrich her. That's what uh, that's what the reports are, are telling us now. But there are other cases. Uh, there's this there's this case in Washington, D.C. with respect to, um, I don't know, the, the trumped up charge, pun intended, uh, regarding January 6th, there's another case, uh, I believe, in Alvin Bragg in, in New York is trying to uh, find Trump guilty of defrauding banks, even though the banks said he didn't uh, get away with anything. <laughs> he didn't not pay the loans back. Uh, and then, of, of course, he's in receipt of documents that they're trying to say he has obtained illegally. But I think the, the prosecutors in that case are going to have a hard time because uh, – Joe Biden just happened to have some documents, too, but we haven't heard a whole lot about that. But I think Nikki Haley is hanging on because uh, she believes that Trump might be convicted. And if he is convicted, as we learned today, um, that might spell trouble. He may not be able to win the GOP nomination. Now, certainly, if that is a GOP rule, that's different than, say, what the United States Constitution says about electing a president. So um, Nikki's hanging on for chaos. That is her hope. Uh, thanks for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, and I will be back with you tomorrow at 11 o'clock. So set an alarm, tell your friends, and be here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.